When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Bengal Tiger Recruiting Podcast. I am Billy Embody. With me is Shay Dixon. Happy New Year, uh, first of all. Uh, I think this is the first one we've done of these since the new year has uh, started. I could be wrong on that, but it's been a fun start to the new year for LSU on the recruiting trail. Shay, we're going to talk a lot about that as uh, it's been a historic start to the 2025 class. Uh, sitting at number one overall for LSU. They got Dominic McKinley recently. I mean, this has just been a banner start to the year for the Tigers. Yeah, flipping a five-star in Dominic McKinley at 12.01 on January 1st led to um, a pretty busy week, which is why we have not been able to get a recruiting pot in. They went from flipping Dominic McKinley to winning a bowl game in comeback fashion to getting back to Baton Rouge, the entire defensive staff gets fired. In that time, Blake Baker is back in Baton Rouge as the D coordinator. And then you toss in some guys we'll talk about today, a five-star in Harlem Berry commits, a five-star in Bryce Underwood commits. And as you said, now the number one class in America for 2025. And we're still not done with 2024. Terry Bussey is still on the board as a February uh, signee on the traditional national signing day. So it has been quite the seven days and I'm eight days. I probably forgot some stuff in there. Uh, there was a portal edition that we'll talk about. There were guys that hit the portal. There were guys that declared for the NFL draft. So it has been a, it's been a whirlwind of a week. Yep. But that's why we're here to keep everybody out there on the LSU side of things, the fans uh, all caught up uh, and let's lead off with the biggest news uh, of the last week or so to start 2024 and that is the number one overall prospect in the country in 2025, making his decision. Bryce Underwood, uh, five-star plus quarterback from Bellevue, Michigan, committed to LSU over his large group of finalists, included Alabama, Michigan, Florida State, Colorado, and others. He's now a Tiger, and what a commitment video if you're watching on uh, his Instagram uh, but also just a historic moment for LSU. And and they've got to give kudos to Joe Sloan for getting this one across the finish line and many others. But um, we talked about it throughout the fall. We felt like LSU was the leader uh, coming off of plenty of visits. And it was just all about hanging on. And they just had a vice grip on this one leading up to his January 6th announcement. Yeah, and look, Joe Sloan gets, and I don't even want to say the monkey off his back. He's only been here two years, but he immediately got Jaden Rashada, Dante Moore, all these guys who were top quarterbacks a year ago onto campus, but they didn't sign any of them. They went local with uh, with Ricky Collins, and then in this past cycle went into Florida for Colin Hurley, but they had chased Julian Sayan, who ends up being the number one prospect. DJ Lagway as well was a guy they were in on, so – it was, oh, in year three, you know, cycle three now, is he going to hit on that really big name? And early on, before any rankings came out, Joe Sloan was on Bryce Underwood and George McIntyre. Now, when the rankings came out and where they stand today, those are the number one and two quarterbacks in America. And a lot of fans said, well, 
what happens, where are the backup plans? They had backup plans. There were guys he was recruiting, but those were the two that got offers. And now we see the first of the two dominoes that drops between McIntyre and Underwood is Underwood, the number one overall prospect. And he ends up at LSU. Um, and Billy, we could dive for two hours, three hours into talking about this. I think the reality is LSU and Michigan, the in-state schools, were kind of running neck and neck. And it's wild to say it because Michigan just went undefeated and won a national championship. But I think what Bryce saw out of LSU wanting to play in the SEC, a number one offense, and Jaden winning a Heisman, all those things stacked up to where it was really favorable for LSU. Then toss in, oh, he's going to see Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas, two likely first-round picks. Malik leads the country in touchdown catches. Uh, Brian Thomas leads the country, excuse me, other way around. Brian Thomas and touched on catches Malik in yards. And then you look at, well, you've given him Bryce Underwood, a five-star running back. Number one running back is already in the class. The number one receiver into Corian Moore is already in the class. I just think that LSU stacked up enough reasons, Billy, for him to say, okay, this is a fit for me. And I think he feels pretty good about this being the decision he wants to make. Yeah, I do. I do too. I, I think for, LSU, they they pressed all the right right buttons here, and um, we have talked so much about them. I remember you writing up your final tidbits, and you say I've, I've written hundreds of tidbits by now on Bryce Underwood, and and hopefully for LSU fans, many more to come on him. Uh, both uh, you know when it comes to him recruiting guys for LSU, but also when he gets to play in Tiger Stadium. But look at all the things that LSU did to make him a priority from the get go. Um, whether it was originally just stacking their board in general, whether it was doing this, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, playing in Tiger Stadium for the camp. Um, they made every single trip down to Baton Rouge worth it for him and his family on many levels, uh, including just celebrating, you know, fun uh, anniversaries and, and birthdays and all those things. Um, and in, in an era where these things can flip on a dime, uh, you mentioned Dante Moore. He ended up flipping late to UCLA in his recruitment. But with with NIL and all those things, when these recruitments can flip on a dime, LSU was able to be the school that hosted him as many times as, as anybody in the last year, uh, prioritized him in a way that no other school in his recruitment did. Um, you go down the entire list of, of uh, his finalists and outside, I think, of – Alabama, um, maybe Florida State, do they not have a 2025 commit? Maybe they do, but, um, you know, everybody else had taken one or offered others, started recruiting others harder. Michigan took Carter Smith. LSU stuck with their plan. They stuck stuck to their guns. And I think this recruitment says a lot, you know, and, and this class, and we'll talk about the other guys in it and kind of what's next. This class has star, had star power already, you know, Decorian Moore, was the first five-star to commit. They got Harlem Berry. We'll talk about him, uh, who committed at the Under Armour game this week, uh, this past week. But to almost really legitimize LSU as a recruiting power under Brian Kelly, they needed Bryce Underwood to commit. And ultimately, they needed him to sign, but they needed him to commit, get that ball rolling, and they got him on board. And, and I think with how Bryce has been brought up, other schools are still going to keep recruiting him. That's not going to change things. But I do feel like it. he is a guy that it's easy to sit here and say, you know, with the commitment being fresh, I don't, I, I think he's going to want to surround himself with 
the top talent that he can rather than put in all that work only to go somewhere else. That's just me. No, and that's a discussion for another day. Let's celebrate them getting him, them reeling him in. Uh, I didn't want to read because people have asked, you know, what? okay, he's the number one overall player. What does that really mean? I did an article for the Bengal Tiger this week that over the past 20 years, who were the highest rated signees? He would fit in at number three right now behind Russell Shepard and Leonard Fournette. And people will remember how big those recruitments were for LSU. He has a chance because his rating isn't finalized to probably move to number one on the list, which would put him up there with the Trevor Lawrence and quarterbacks like that, uh, their end rating. So we're talking about Billy, a guy who in theory and in the reality of how the next year could play out with the rankings shuffle could end up being one of the highest rated quarterbacks across the past decade, which is absolutely huge news. And look, when you put him up there with guys like Bryce Young or guys like Quinn Ewers or, you know, some of these guys who are really highly touted uh, coming out of high school, I'm trying to give examples of guys who aren't currently in college, but you've now had a chance to see it all span out. Um, like Jane Daniels was the number three quarterback in this class. We saw how that panned out. Uh, Bryce Young carried a similar rating in the 99s uh, back in the 2020 class. So we're talking about a guy, Billy, who is expected to come in, make an immediate impact, go on and become a first-round draft pick. And Charles Power, our national director of rankings and scouting, he did a podcast with you right after the commitment. We've got multiple stories up where he weighs in on Bryce Underwood. but uh, he said that of any quarterback in high school, 2024, 25, 26, and Underwood's a 25 guy, says he's got the best pure arm talent of anyone in the class, more high-level throws than anybody in the class, won state titles already twice, made it to a third, and pointed out that they have not used him a lot running the football, but because they haven't had to. Michigan's running back commitment is on his team, so that sort of his running abilities have taken a back seat to a kid who's playing at a high level at running back next year as a senior. I think we see Bryce run for a bit more. I've been told by college coaches when he gets to college, he'll be a guy who runs for six, 700 yards a season. And you'll take that coming off of a Jaden Daniels, where he was a true dual threat could get you a thousand yards, but it's probably a blend in between where Burrow was and where Daniels was. So you're getting a guy who is pocket mobile, who can run around and certainly can hurt you with his feet. But above all else, his arm is unrivaled. Uh, we've seen him in person, Billy. You flash if you're watching on YouTube, some camp footage that we took when he was down here at LSU. The ball flies out of his hands. He's accurate. He's got a great completion percentage. He throws for a lot of yards. He does not turn the ball over much. He is 100% complete package. And I think you would say above... Ryan Perlew above Russell Shepard, who's a dual threat quarterback. This is the biggest quarterback commitment they've got in the modern era of recruiting. No, hundred percent. And and he's a guy that you just build a class around. Um, even though DeCorian Moore and Harlan Berry are already pieces that are involved in Teron Francis and JD LaFleur and Brett Bordelon on offense, you know, this is a guy that other players will want to play with. And yeah. that that's something that LSU now has it in its corner. Um, they're they're going to be in some tight recruiting battles for some of their you know targets, especially you look at the receiver position. I mean, that's a 
the group that LSU has hosted a bunch at receiver is one really talented, highly rated. Um, and, and, you know, there are a lot of schools in the mix for all those guys. Having a Bryce Underwood only legitimizes you even further with that group that you're recruiting. It's going to be like, hey, come play with the number one player in the country, number one quarterback in the country. Let's do it. Let's build a, build this offense, you know, around all of us in this 2025 class. It's not just a, oh, this guy's already on campus. He'll be here a couple of years while I'm there um, kind of situation. You have him to help you recruit the entire, you know, spring and summer and into the fall. Um, and that could also pay off in a big way for LSU. Yeah, I'll wrap up the kind of, we'll talk plenty about Underwood so much, but the, the commitment's in. And I like how you point out that he will attract others. And ever I think everyone's really caught by the headlines of three, five stars, number one class, Harlem Berry, who we'll talk about here in a second, and then DeCorey and Moore out of Duncanville is the number one wide receiver in the country, a five-star he's committed to LSU. But even the other guys you mentioned, J.D. LaFleur, the tight end, Brett Bordelon, a tight, or offensive interior offensive lineman, um, Teron Francis, a wide receiver. All those guys rank, Keelan Moses, linebacker, all those guys rank as the number one player in Louisiana at their position. So even those guys are considered leaders because kids around the state look at them as, you're, hey, look, that's the best guy in the state at the position. I, you know, if he's in, I'm, you know, I, I, feel a little bit better about following suit. Now, not everyone's going to approach it that way, but I can tell you Keelan, Borderline, all these guys, they are in the ears of the Louisiana guys. Then you've got guys like DeCorian in Texas. You've got a guy who can nationally speak to kids like Underwood. So you couldn't really have drawn up a better start for how this class looks. No, you couldn't have. And I tell you what, Jay, a lot of our uh, friends on the Bengal Tiger, the subscribers, both, for our uh, website, thebengaltiger.com, join for just a dollar, and the YouTube channel. We're celebrating this one uh, with some Rogue Shop. Uh, use promo code BENGALTIGER for 10% off your order at rogueshop.com. The Bengal Tiger's home for legal CBD, THC, and more. Um, whether you like the tinctures, the pre-rolls, the gummies, um, the pain cream, all of those things are there. Richard and Shar can walk you through the entire process of what you need to help with your anxiety, your sleep issues, your pain, any of those things. Uh, the uh, people at Rogue Shop, uh, this small business that has just been a great partner for us early, early on in the Bengal Tigers uh, lifespan uh, has been there from the get go. And they will be there for you to walk you through uh, your buying experience, uh, whether it be through the live chat or just their customer customer support in general. Rogueshop.com is there for all of our Bengal Tiger subscribers. Yes, thank God they are, uh, because boy, some some of half the board needs uh, a reprieve every now and then. But uh, especially during coaching search season, recruiting is wrapping up, but the portal's still going. So, um, New Year, same Shay, still on the gummies for my uh, nighttime kick. And I've told y'all, toss out the melatonin; it doesn't work. Toss out the Unisoms; you don't need that. The gummies for me, the sleep gummies, perfect. And like Billy said, get on, go to RogueShop.com. The chat function pops up. It's not a bot. That is Shar, one of the owners, who will sit there and walk you through it. So if you haven't ordered anything yet but said, hey, look, I'm having trouble sleeping, she'll point you in the right directions. You might not like gummies. You might like the tincture that goes in your nighttime tea or whatever it might be. Um, but they've got you fully covered. We've been rocking with them for, God, two years now, Billy. So keep it moving. Yep. Shout out Rogue Shop. Promo code Promo Bengal code Bengal Tiger. Tiger. Yep. 10% off your order. Um. Top 10 uh, player 
for on three, 10% off promo code Bengal Tiger uh, for Rogue Shop. And then top 10 player in the country for on three, Harlem Berry, the number one player in the country at running back, committed to LSU at the Under Armour All-America game. If you were watching on ESPN, our boy Hayes Fawcett on threes, silent but deadly assassin when it comes to uh, breaking recruiting news. Uh, also got some FaceTime with Harlem as he did his edit. Um, this one, though, was not much of a secret for Hayes to keep as uh, Harlem Berry has long been considered an LSU lean, but they beat out programs like Florida, Texas, and others for the number one running back in the country. And I uh, was down at the All-America Bowl uh, when this commitment happened and talked with Charles Power uh, that week while we were down there in San Antonio about Harlem Berry. And he's had the comparison as Jamal Charles for a long time. Cody Belair, our national scout, uh, said he's got a hint of Reggie Bush to his game, but no matter how you slice it, 10 years after landing Leonard Fournette, uh, Frank Wilson dug into his bag of tricks and, and pulled out uh, one hell of a surprise for LSU fans. Yeah, and look, from talking to sources close to this recruitment, it might seem easy, um, you know, from our view of, hey, look, he was always trending there. He's from New Orleans. Frank was on him. But from talking to people around the New Orleans area, talking to people around LSU, and I wrote it down because I wanted to share it on the podcast. Uh, long and tedious uh, was how this one was described. And as opposed to a short, quick, hey, because I think people think the NIL era, boom, get it done, done, he's in. That's not how this works, not when you want to sustain something. And Frank Wilson and his staff have built relationships with Harlem and his family and everyone around him for two years now. So when it came time for him to announce, it wasn't about NIL. It wasn't about all these things. It was about hey, we've discussed everything that needs to be discussed. You know how you fit in here. You know what we've done at the running back position when Frank's been here. And from there, I think Harlem felt very good about it. And again, that gives you this kind of, it's easy to say five-star number one running back. We forget that a portion or a piece of that is also that he's the number one player in Louisiana, Billy. And everyone's talking about lock up the state, lock up the state. They've had a little trouble keeping the number one player in Louisiana home from that transition from O to Kelly, there was two years where guys, the number one overall players slipped out of the state, um, but not the case this year uh, for the 2025 cycle or 2024, but in the 2025 cycle, getting the number one player in the state on board early is a storyline that I almost put up there as high as him being a five-star. Yeah. And rightfully so. And look, I mean, you know, Frank Wilson uh, in Louisiana is, is tough to beat, uh, especially on a New Orleans kid. And um, you know, but, to shard choice over at Texas. I mean, they gave it a good run and and he's been on a heater himself, you know, recruiting nationally, but you know, Frank Wilson was able to shut the door very early on this long and tedious. Yes. But um, they were able to go about this how you want to. I mean, I would have almost been a little concerned if you not concerned, but if you would have offered him after that camp after heading into his sophomore year and he commits on the spot and then, you know, it's kind of a rash decision, but he's committed to LSU at least. This time they were able to get him throughout the last year and a half to visit campus, come to games, uh, come on junior days, uh, come camp, do all the different things and just hang out and be around the program. So like you said, he's wrapped up his junior year. Um, we know that he wanted to kind of do this originally during the early signing period, but then ESPN gave him the platform to get some buzz. And so he moved it back a couple of weeks. There was never any real worry there uh, when he did that. Um, and that just shows, you know, how solid um, this commitment uh, was and is and all those things. 
uh, for Frank Wilson and LSU. So uh, they get an absolute br uh, game breaker. And a guy who has developed physically over the last year, he's, he's grown up is what he's done. Um, there was a good picture of him, I think, on on track and field, um, you know, uh, when he was running down the, the lane or something or just walking um, that just showed how different he looked physically from when we saw him at LSU camp earning the offer heading into his sophomore season um, and now uh, going into his junior year um, just physically night and day. And, and that's helped him. That'll help him at the next level, at the collegiate level as well and he'll only get you know stronger and 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 faster and all those things too but um he's just the best player on the field every friday night for st martin's which despite the competition that's what you want to see yeah and beyond you mentioned charles and the comp to a guy well he's made multiple comps the one on his profile is jamal charles who's an incredible running back and so much fun to watch and then to add sort of a louisiana flavor to it whether it be the saints or high school but to put it in perspective for people in this area, it was he's a Reggie Bush and in, in the late Joe McKnight type. I'll take any of those three guys at running back. So we are talking about a kid who, as a number one running back, is considered a complete game changer. We both still feel good about LSU getting James Simon, who's a top 10 running back in the country, but also a Louisiana guy. That's your like little thunder and lightning, however you want to say it or, or sort of market it. But that one-two punch is exactly what Frank Wilson is after. Yeah, and now he can just go after James Simon. We'll talk about that a little bit, but um, LSU um, continues to recruit the running back position very well under uh, Frank Wilson and just being able to, um, you know, prioritize and get the guys they want. You know, he really didn't recruit many other running backs in 2024. Um, it was the Caden Durham show, and and then they uh, go after Harlan Berry. And, and he and got him. And, and he got him. Kate Durham was considered an Oklahoma lock at one point. Yeah, he's got the area code tattooed on him. So um, maybe he'll he'll add a matching one on the other side for Baton Rouge. But um, that'll be uh, a guy that can physically come in and, and contribute right away in a relatively thin running back room. But now you have Harlan Berry, who's going to be up next. And then you know James Simon is a guy that they lead for on the on three RPM as well. And uh, we'll be watching to see what's next. I was trading texts with him today. Doesn't have any junior day visits locked in as of now, but he's getting those planned out. Uh, they played, you know, late into the uh, season, won a state championship and, and did all of that. So uh, they're taking a little bit of time and they'll figure out their next move. But um, it's all good with Frank Wilson on the running back recruiting, you know, keeping it simple so he can help out in other areas of, of needs in Louisiana. He targets a guy or two and, and gets him. That's the way to do it. Yeah, Caleb Jackson and Trey Holly when he got here, and we've obviously seen glimpses of them, a lot of Caleb Jackson, then into Caden Durham, who's an elite track guy as well, who has a chance to run track at LSU. And then you follow it up with Harlan Berry, maybe a James Simon. That is a nice, nice run. So kudos to Frank Wilson. That was um, 10 years to the date that he landed Leonard Fournette. He goes back to New Orleans and gets another running back that's number one overall in a five-star. Yeah, speaking of track, uh, right near the track at LSU is the PMAC. Um, and that is where Kim Mulkey's Tigers are going to be playing Thursday night against Texas A&M. And that is why you guys need to check in with our friends at GameTime. You can go to GameTime.co, but I'd recommend downloading the GameTime app today. It's the easiest ticketing company to work with. Just a couple of taps and you're able to buy your tickets. And uh, whether you're trying to sit down low for uh, the, the game against the Aggies or uh, you're just trying to get into the building, 
Uh, you can find a few tickets left out there on game time. You could also use them for the men's basketball games as well. But the great thing about game time is it's all about the last minute tickets. So if you're waiting for those prices on good seats to drop for, you know, a game with Kim Mulkey involved, you know, high level program there, you can use the promo code tigers to take $20 off your first order. When you download the game time app today, um, I used it uh, when we went uh, to see Bill Burr in the fall. I've used it uh, and recommended it, uh, you know, for all the people going down to Tampa, uh, part of the LSU trip and uh, going down to the ReliQuest Bowl. If they want to get bowl game tickets or go check out the Lightning like you did, Shay, the Game Time app is so easy to work around when it comes to using that app. Once you know where you want your tickets to be, you click them. And then it takes just a couple taps to have those bought. And I love the game time guarantee. If you go somewhere else and find them in the same section or row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So download game time today. Use it for those last minute tickets. And uh, it's just so easy. That's why it's the official ticketing partner of On3 and the Bengal Tiger. So use promo code TIGERS for $20 off your first order. Terms do apply. But download game time today. Uh, Shay, we are not done on the 2025 class. We are flipping the page now. Kind of a who's next? What does this all mean? Well, first of all, they're the number one run, uh, number one recruiting class in the country right now with the addition of Harlan Berry and Bryce Underwood. Uh, one of the big names also up there for them is DeCorian Moore, the five-star plus wide receiver. He told me today he's planning to uh, get his return to Baton Rouge uh, trip figured out here relatively soon. But that just means LSU is now turning its attention to more top targets out there. Um, and Louisiana will once again be a heavy focus. And that's where I'm starting. Obviously, there'll be guys into Texas and into um, Mississippi, Georgia, Florida, and some national spots they'll recruit. But knowing that Louisiana's got a deep 2025 and 26 cycle, I uh, I think that's where you have to begin. And for me, the buzz right now, there's buzz around Jabori Antoine, who is the number three corner in the country on on three, but is the number two player in Louisiana coming out of Westgate. They obviously would love to add a cornerback of his uh, talent and, and stature in, in terms of the rankings is, is very highly thought of. But um, he's a guy that as you search for a new DB coach, I'm keeping a, an eye on because the support staff and you know the members of the coaching staff who have been retained have stayed very hard on Antoine uh, wanting to get him into the class we've talked about James Simon he's a top five player in the state as a running back and then I probably look from there at a guy that you've seen multiple times in person Billy Devin Harper up in North Louisiana an offensive lineman who I think will trim his list soon in terms of like you know top teams and all that and cut it down to a handful but Georgia's pressing their number of a and I mean, there's a lot of schools that are Ole Miss that are in the mix here. I think with what LSU is doing already, and if they can add a James Simon, I think they can start to get a grip on North Louisiana and back-to-back classes. I think Devin Harper is one I'm starting to watch. Yeah, I am as well. And and uh, I was trading some text. Uh, really, today was about getting caught up on, all right, junior days are going to be coming up. And, and junior days have kind of changed. There, you know, Some schools make a big deal out of a day or whatever um and others are just you know open door policy let's let's get you on campus that's what matters um and lsu is going to be one of those schools that will be getting you know their top targets on campus here in january they'll also be working it in march i i would love to know 
um, and this is kind of an aside, I think the emphasis just has seeming seemed to be more about getting guys on campus for practices under Brian Kelly. Uh, that's something that has stuck out to me. Like, I mean, they they just seem to emphasize wanting guys around while they're putting in work because for most of these guys, they've seen the staff on game day or they've seen the staff um, on random visits in the summer and some have done some of those other visits. But I think next up, um, and you see this in particular with Brad Davis, he wants his guys to understand what they're getting themselves into when they commit to him. So um, I don't sweat the January junior days as much, uh, but LSU will be having some of their top targets hit campus, and it wouldn't be surprising to see a lot of these guys in Louisiana make trips to Baton Rouge. No, and you can also, with the new NCAA rulings, in the spring you can see juniors, um, you know, when you're off campus recruiting, there's no more bump rule or any of that. So the junior days aren't as important as it used to be when it was like, oh, you couldn't really talk to them until like August or September of their senior year unless they were on your campus. Now you can see them and talk to them when you're out on the road recruiting. Um, and like you said, you can just bring them in at any time. I'm with you. We've noticed under Kelly that the big junior day weekends or like when they say, oh, it's a big junior day is usually in March, which is when they're starting spring ball. They have everybody around and you get a real feel, feel for the program. So not that they won't have guys in it in the coming weekends and all of that. I just think that it'll be more about let's get some top guys in, but also let's finish the staff out. Let's figure out who's going pro. Let's get a good grip on what the roster looks like. And then when we get past February signing day, we really go all in on 2025. And that's perfectly fine. I don't think you're missing out on anything there. Yeah. And I, I want to give a quick shout out because this is a this start to the class is a group effort. But uh, Keelan Moses has really taken on a big leadership role in this class. I mean, he's active on Twitter. He's active behind the scenes. Um, he's a four star linebacker from U High right there on campus. Um, and he you know committed early, uh, got it out of the way. Uh, you were there for it. Um, at, when he did it uh, there towards the end of the fall. But um, he's just really stepped up. And I, I think part of LSU's success since Brian Kelly's got here and this staff has got here, every year they've gotten better at getting these Louisiana kids to commit earlier and, and earlier. And this class, who knows where it'll end up, kind of by like, let's say, May. But they have a chance to get a lot of guys that are top targets and nationally recruited and all those things maybe locked down before the summer happens. There'll be some that take it in the summer, but I, I think guys like Keelan Moses and the group they're putting together overall have done a really nice job to kind of like help push that message. Just get on board early and, and let's start recruiting for this cycle. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. No, 100%. I uh, I like where they're at. I love Keelan. I think he said from the start he'd be a cornerstone piece. He's proving to be just that. This is what you want. You want it, it reminds me of back in 2011 with the fam where Jarvis and Odell, all these guys were in the same class. And if you get them to be really close and they build a really close relationship, 
it cuts down on the chance that you have guys flipping late because they feel like they're already bought in. They're already part of the team. That's the goal that they're looking for here. So I think Keelan Moses is going to do a great job sort of spearheading that. Yep. So um, it, it's, it's all exciting right now for LSU. I don't, I, I go back and forth on who would be next. My, my next bet is uh, Devin Harper probably um, as of right now. I don't know when that would happen, but uh, that's that's my next commit bet. You know, that's always the first question when a guy commits is who's next. That's my early bet right now. Okay, people will hope for Antoine, so I'll at least mention his name, and we'll see what happens with Simon. But that's a trio yep. to watch. Yep, all big names. So, um, all right, you want to do a little uh, ad read here? My perfect franchise. Um, catching up on that, we didn't have a uh, a post game reaction to any game this past weekend because there was no game. So we'll fit it in right now. Um, everybody listening, especially if you listen to Maddie B and I on the, the post game reaction pods, <clears throat> knows about my perfect franchise. Andy Ludicky has been a friend of the program for a year now. He's helped out a ton of on three sites, uh, becoming a sponsor on podcasts. And uh, his message is pretty straightforward, Billy. It's uh, exactly in the name, my perfect franchise. He is a franchise owner. He's been a franchisee, and now he's focused on just being a consultant to others who want to get into the business. So um, for those that have listened, you know his motto. Uh, are you ready to leave the corporate rat race for the American dream, or is this a side hustle uh, and you keep your current job? Do you want to do a little diversifying of your portfolio or maybe get a business going that you can leave on to your kids or whomever else in your family? Uh, Andy can help with all of that. All of that, here's the best part. His service is 100% free. Uh, and what I mean by that is reach out to him, 404-973-9901. That's 404-973-9901. Or email him at andy, A-N-D-Y, at myperfectfranchise.net. And you can get a hold of him. If you can go to My Perfect Franchise as well, Google it and get on the website, look around. But 100% free to reach out, talk to him. And just give him a feel for, hey, look, this is the time I've got. This is the money I've got. This is something I'm interested in, whether it's whatever in your life that's sort of a side hustle that you've identified and said, I'd like to do this, but I just don't know if I have the time or money. He can answer all that for you and help walk you through it. Um, so give him a call, 404-973-9901 or email him at andy at myperfectfranchise.net. And at least just get a feel for um, where uh, you might stand if you're wanting to look into the business of uh, becoming a, a franchise owner or franchisee or uh, whatever your skill set or financial requirements are, he can kind of walk you through it and it costs you nothing. Good stuff, Shay. Uh, friend of the program, Andy Ludicky. I'm excited we're chatting with him next week. So uh, we'll get caught up on, on all the latest with Andy and uh, his business as well. So um, Shay, with uh, the high school recruiting, obviously red hot for 2025, um, people could sometimes forget about the transfer recruiting. Well, uh, LSU did add a cornerback transfer um, on January, uh, early January in Ohio State transfer, Jair Brown, a guy we're really familiar with coming out of high school. Um, actually, when he made his commitment, um, he is originally from Cincinnati or born there, um, and he was getting back up that way. And um, he had just picked up his LSU offer and still living in Louisiana. Well, about a week later, he picks up the Ohio State offer. I had my uh, prediction in for LSU before that, um, and the Buckeyes quickly swung that. But ultimately, he does end up 
uh, playing for LSU, and he committed to the Tigers uh, to kick off uh, the new year in terms of transfer recruiting. Uh, he spent two years at Ohio State before entering the portal, and he is headed uh, to play for the Tigers. Um, we'll wait to see who he's playing for in the secondary, of course, but he was a four-star prospect who had offers from around the country. Um, now he'll look for a fresh start uh, at LSU. Um, he's a, a guy who plays really hard, but at the end of the day, he's still somebody who doesn't have that much experience at the college level. Um, but LSU gets a guy with multiple years uh, who can help provide depth and competition in the cornerback room now. Yeah, that's what this is. I mean, you've got J.K. Johnson coming off an injury. You've got Zaire Alexander coming off, Zay Alexander coming off an injury. Both guys who you took his transfers a year ago. Your other two transfers have now gone, and Denver Harrison, Deuce Chestnut uh, into the portal, and Deuce Chestnut went back to Syracuse. We'll see where Denver ends up. It won't be LSU. And this year you had to patchwork it. You played Sage Ryan, a safety at corner more than anyone else. You played two other safeties uh, in Ashton Stamps and Javion Toviano at corner to end the season. So they need corners. And yes, you've got two guys coming back off injury, but can a guy like Jair Brown come in and help out with some competition? Not the biggest guy in the world. I mean, he's under six feet, um, but he did show some promise coming out of high school. He's got some some suddenness to him. He's a twitchy cornerback. Um, I think you also look at it of how can he get down here and continue to bulk up and get back to where he was that freshman year when he got to Iowa State, he got to play a good bit because they had a lot of injuries and he stayed healthy. So he was out there this year. I think he played or started played four games and then uh, they sort of moved on to a couple of other guys. And that's just how cornerback rooms work. You're shuffling guys in and out, trying to find your best fit. And Jair ultimately said, hey, look, I'm shutting it down. I'm going to transfer. That gives me more years of eligibility remaining. And this one had been worked out ever since he was in the portal to LSU. So no surprise to see him on board. I think at this point, Billy, it's the same feeling I have the prior two seasons where when you're taking a transfer and he doesn't have four years of film, there's some unknowns. And that that was the case this past season, even with, you know, look, Denver Harris played, but had not really played. And then, you know, J.K. Johnson had played and then gotten injured. Well, then he gets injured again. And the guys we'd seen with extended action, Zy Alexander becomes a really good player. Jerick Bernard Converse becomes a really good player. Makai Garner becomes a really good player. It's just too early to really know um, with a guy like uh, Jair Brown, who very talented coming out of high school. You don't end up on Ohio State's team playing DB if you don't have some talent, nor LSU's. But it doesn't come with the same reality of like, okay, I know exactly what to expect because I've seen this guy play for three to four years. Um, and Joe Fusha and Greg Brooks, they all fit into that mold of like, we saw them play. They had three years of SEC tape on them. Now you're wondering, and Brian Kelly said it this past offseason, I don't know what I have at corner until I see them because a lot of these guys were in limited roles. So not that everyone will be, but Jair is one of those guys that I think we learn a lot more about him when we get into spring ball, when we get into fall camp and through the summer workouts and you start to hear buzz of who looks good because you can't really just point to tape and say, here's all the film he's got. It's more almost like it was in high school of you've got a taste of college, but you still need to learn how to develop him and get him in a spot where he can succeed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you, you nailed it with that. And um, yeah, I think for LSU, they'll, 
see kind of what spring brings. Uh, I think the the bigger emphasis, at least kind of Brian Kelly talked about it. He wanted continuity for the bowl game. And so he kept the defensive staff together and then they made sweeping changes. They went out and hired Blake Baker. We'll talk about that in a second as well. Um, and you don't ever make, um, you don't ever fire people or hire people based on one recruit or one recruiting cycle. You have to do it with the idea that it's going to make your overall program better for the long term. And so that is how Brian Kelly approached everything with the defensive staff uh, this year. And you can have your opinion on it, but that's what he believes. And so for LSU now, they'll have to get this new staff in and assess these guys that they have. And then after the spring, who knows what happens? Will there be some more attrition? Will there be guys that some people say, okay, all right, that's, you know, you're better off maybe looking elsewhere for playing time when these new coaches get in. Will they prioritize going back into the transfer portal with that spring window and getting guys? Will they go find some graduate transfers uh, that that enter after the spring? All of those things will probably be on the table because this defense does need that much help. Um, and so Jair Brown comes in, uh, pairs with Jarden Gilbert uh, in terms of the secondary addition. Jarden will play safety. Um, but he's somebody that has multiple years left. He's played at a Power 5 program. He's seen actual time, and now they'll just see if a fresh start can really help him out. So um, they'll also have a bunch of guys coming in from this 2024 class at every level of the football um, to um, to uh, to help them out and, and address um, all their needs. And, and some will take time uh, to develop, and others will be here in January and, and be able to maybe contribute because of that. But I saw some of them at the All-America Bowl um, right away uh, get some some good time and some good film out there as well. Um, and those guys um, are, are going to be factors uh, in some cases too. Wild time of year. Wild time of year. I, um, I was just glancing over. People are posting, still begging on the board for coaching updates. We'll give a little thoughts here at the end. Um, but Boy, this is a lot to balance. I uh, I will say, Billy, you did go down to San Antonio. What did you see? Because people forget high school All-American games are still a thing. And LSU had a bunch of them in the All-American Bowl. Yeah, and and it's funny. Uh, you and I were talking about it. And uh, the one year uh, I don't go down to Tampa um, and, and could pop over easily um, to um, – uh, the the or Orlando Bowl uh, with the Under Armour Bowl uh, there with Dominic McKinley tearing it up. Uh, LSU also plays in Tampa, but I will that did mean that it made it easy for me to get down to San Antonio, where LSU ended up having five guys play in the All American Bowl week of practices. Juwan Johnson did get dinged up uh, in practice, so he didn't end up playing in the game. Tradez Green um, ended up not being able to make it for the All American Bowl, so that left four guys that ended up playing. Uh, in the game, linebacker signee De Devon Keys, uh, linebacker edge signee Kalaj Cobbins, uh, wide receiver signee Kylan Billiot, and center guard uh, signee Cohen Eccles. And uh, for me, I think the big takeaway was what we were hoping and what we've seen out of Kylan Billiot for a while came through. And Charles and I talked about it. If you guys haven't checked out that podcast with Charles Power, um, it's it's maybe a couple episodes or one episode before this one um, on your feed. But we talked about how Kylan Billiot impressed us 
heading into his junior season, even when he camped privately for LSU wide receiver coach Cortez Hankton, didn't get the offer then, came back next summer after his junior year, which was a solid year, and earned the offer. Impressed at seven-on-seven camp, committed to LSU. And then his senior year, we were hoping, okay, he'll be able to tear it up and he'll be an easy call four-star. Well, quarterback issues, some weather, all of those things, Kylan wasn't able to really showcase what he can do. Well, he came to San Antonio and just blew it out of the water. I thought he was awesome. Uh, physically looked the part. I thought his technique was solid. Um, and that just means LSU's getting a guy who, and remember, Jamar Chase and Terrace Marshall took time to develop, but a guy who early in his LSU career should be able to see time and should be able to con- contribute with his type of athleticism. And I thought his um, competitiveness was probably the best thing that I saw. He just really wanted it. Uh, he wanted to go out there and impress. So we'll have a bunch of interviews with those guys on the podcast here coming up. But uh, Kylan Billiot was great. Devon Keys made some splash plays. Uh, he trucked Jeremiah Smith on a kick return. He made some nice tackles. He had an interception off of his former high school teammate, Haas Haney, in practice. Um, Collage Cobbins had some good good twitch to him. Um, I'm intrigued to see where the, he ends up playing uh, in LSU's defense. And then Cohen Eccles is kind of a squatty uh, center guard prospect who has the run game down. He just needs to develop as a pass blocker out of uh, Katy, Texas, which is kind of a ground and pound uh, type of attack. So good, good few practices in San Antonio. And uh, as always, LSU was able to you know, make its presence known on the All-American Bowl as well. Yeah, I thought that Kylan, before y'all went down there, I was telling Charles Power, who – was with us at camp. We did a uh, we did a sleepover over at the crib. Me, Billy, Charles, Cody, everyone is through uh, during summer camp. But Billy Ott is a guy who played basketball a bunch, a lot like a Kyron Lacey, a lot like a Trey Harris who went to Ole Miss. Keon Coleman obviously went to Hermopolis, who's Catholic, to Michigan State, to Florida State. These guys played basketball all high school and then became receivers kind of later in high school. And that comes with a lot of, your route running isn't where most kids are. You do a lot of body catches, all that. And right when y'all got to San Antonio that morning, when Kylan was having a really big morning, Charles texted me right away and he was like, Kylan hasn't let a ball hit his body. Like everything is now hand catching. And as the days went on, it was, look, his route running has gotten better. And I think you can just see how quickly he's picking it up to transitioning from basketball to football. So there are these guys in Louisiana every year. You just have to go find him. And he did not have the big time offers. He did not blow up. He didn't have any of that until LSU offered him. And back to back summer camps, they got an eye on him. Then they offered him. And I think as time goes on, we'll look back on it and be like, damn, how did so many teams not offer him out of high school? And it was, hey, when you're playing down in Homa and you're a basketball guy and LSU becomes that first school to go on you and you commit, then nobody else really offers because they know they don't have a shot at you. It was almost like how Patrick Queen played out. So I think that uh, he's going to be a big time player down the line. Yeah, um, completely agree. And and uh, Kylan told me that he's only he only did camps at LSU and Mississippi State throughout his career. So he never did Under Armour or anything like that. So um, even more reason to just see the upside in him. So uh, speaking of upside, Shay, the upside of hiring a guy like Blake Baker as defensive coordinator, I, I think is and. and Anytime you turn the page to a new era, a position coach, a coordinator, a head coach, the optimism is going to be there for the most part. But with Blake Baker, I just 
in terms of fit, I just love it. I mean, you you could look back at the hiring process and you could say, man, you know, it would have been nice to take a run at Jesse Minter from Michigan, but I mean, really, you know, would that have happened or just any, you know, massive name, but in terms of fit, I just love this pickup for LSU so much. I, I think it's going to pan out in a positive way, both in recruiting and on the field. You see it with, you know, guys like Xavier Adkins and others who, who chimed in on Blake Baker being hired. I mean, I think this is a really good move for LSU. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm totally with you. I mean, this is a guy who is from Houston. I mean, he played at Tulane. He spent a number of years at La Tech. When he was the D.C., Joe Sloan was working on the offensive side and then became the O.C. at La Tech uh, in the Holtz days. So those two are very close, have a familiarity with each other. But most importantly, on defense. He went up to Missouri after being LSU's linebackers coach. And when Brian Kelly got here, he brought in Matt House, who also coached linebackers from the NFL. Baker leaves. He goes to Missouri. And in back-to-back years, has Missouri as a top 40 defense. And that's not easy when you're going up against a lot of the teams that Missouri has to play in the SEC. And that certainly helped kind of catapult them into where they were this year, which was a New Year's Six game, which is more than LSU was able to accomplish. So I think that... the For me, yes, you can name all these DCs out there. They moved quickly. They knew who they wanted and they got him. And I think one thing we're going to get here for the first time in years, and I don't, it's different for everyone, Billy, at every school. Oops, sorry, guys. That's why I set alarms all day to remind myself of what to do. Um, (laughs) Had to mute that one. It'll probably be forgotten now. The reality is, and I don't think there's a right or wrong to this because I think every coordinator is different, but. LSU's had a lot of coordinators from Aranda to Chavis to Matt House who put the primary focus on coaching, and that's fine. But they let recruiting go to everybody else. Blake Baker is the type that's going to be extremely hands-on in recruiting, not just linebackers, but helping out with his other assistants on defensive. Hey, how can I help? I'll get in there. I'll go in home. I'll meet with them. So you've got a younger guy, proven coordinator, and he recruits. I think that's what LSU fans have been asking for. Yep. I, I, I can't sum it up any better than that. I mean, I, I like him a lot uh, just in terms of what he's, what he's brought on the field for Missouri. It's a tough job to win at. Um, and, and they're, you know, finding something down uh, up there with drink and that staff. I mean, they gave it a good run to keep him, but ultimately, I mean, wife played soccer at LSU and he loved his time at LSU and, and being down in Louisiana. And so, uh, she was all are, SEC. Put some respect on her name. <laughs> the, the cleats are coming back uh, with Blake Baker on on the practice field. I, I saw that Twitter bump of yours there. Um, so I, I think this is kind of that jolt of energy that LSU needs, both for its players and just kind of people to get back in the corner of this defense. Um, there are a lot of guys on that group that it's just kind of been, you know, up and down all over the place. Um, but they they now, I think, have a guy that they can really play hard for and play together for. And I think that's 
important. It's not half the battle. It's not most of the battle, but it's a piece of it. And I, I think he'll get he'll get the the best out of this group, no matter who okay. it is that they that they've got. And he's he's liked by he's made an impact on players. And you just look at one year at LSU when he was the linebackers coach. And Matty B did a great piece on this and then also kind of paralleled it to what he did with the linebacker at Missouri, but took Damone Clark from a guy who was like leading the team in tackles, but everybody felt like something's missing here. Something's missing. And he turned him into an NFL player who ultimately got injured and didn't get drafted until much later than he would have, but now plays for the Dallas Cowboys, who are one of the best teams in the NFL. And I thought what really stood out to me and makes me, if I'm an LSU fan, I feel better about it. When Andre Anthony, who's a D lineman, when Jay Ward, who's a corner, all of these guys who were on that team with Blake Baker, but were not linebackers, they weren't coached by him, were going onto social media and saying, This is the hire, great hire. Then toss in Harold Perkins and all those guys saying, Boom, like Blake's was one of my top recruiters. Love it. Let's like, let's go. So I think you're seeing everyone get behind him from a player perspective of, Hey, this is the right guy, and I'll trust them because they're the ones who are at practice with him and in the film study room every single day. So now that he's coordinator, he's got a little bit, a lot more pull than when you're just linebackers coach. And I also think we'll see an aggressive D. So um, they say it can't get much worse. I guess it could. They finished 108 out of 133 teams, so um, it could get worse. My guess is this goes back to a middle of the pack defense right away and then as they step you know kind of stock up talent you're moving back into a top 40 a top 30 defense which is what lsu's used to having yeah you don't need a top five defense you just don't if you can finish somewhere in the top 30 or 40 you're one of the best defenses out there yeah and uh you brought up damone clark and you took the words right out of my mouth i went and watched damone um and devon keys but damone clark as well work out uh before this season with the cowboys and we look back on his time at lsu And he said, you know, my junior year was kind of iffy. My senior year ended up being good. But that's why I went back to school, graduated, learned under Coach Baker and took it on to the NFL. I just needed the reps. So, you know, and candidly, he told me off the record just how much more he learned under Blake Baker than previous situation at LSU. And he was just over the moon uh, about Blake make Blake Baker and how much he helped him at LSU. Um, I'll be calling him up once they're done with uh, their playoff run in Dallas to to get some more uh, intel on Blake Baker and kind of why uh, he's so high on him. And we'll be able to share that with you guys. Maybe he'll come on the pod. But um, yeah, Damone has a lot to be thankful for in terms of where he is because of Blake Baker. So LSU could use that with its current linebacker group that has talent coming in and a lot of guys that he recruited as well. So good things ahead for LSU's defense. Uh, yeah, and we'll keep an eye on kind of what else. Uh, I dropped another kind of uh, hot board type buzz and rumors thing on the board today, but it looks like they're closing in on a D-line coach. We're still hearing about a couple familiar names popping up as DB coaches. One thing I can tell you is that nothing has been made permanent yet on the offensive side. Um, with it's Sloan or Hankton, they were co-OCs. What do you do there? I think they want continuity there. It's not going to surprise me if Joe Sloan, for instance, a guy who's called plays before, gets a co-OC job or an OC job. And you can keep together the side of the ball, Billy, that did finish number one. And yes, Mike Denbrock left. And yes, Jaden Daniels is a big piece of that. But 
think of you bringing a new OC and it's a whole new playbook and it's all these different things. And then you're playing catch up with Garrett Nussmeyer again. I could understand him, Brian Kelly, wanting continuity on one side of the ball. If on the other side, you're having to start completely from scratch and you're going into year three. So nothing new there. I do also, or I guess I'll add where I started my thought there is that I think they get the defensive hires in place, then address the offense. And that makes sense because you're hiring a whole new defensive staff on offense. It's really just figuring out if you're moving puzzle pieces around and making a hire, or if you do out, go, go out and find an OC, uh, I would lean towards an internal promotion there, but we're in wait and see mode. This is obviously something that ultimately falls in the hands of Brian Kelly and whatever decision he wants to make. Yep. So all the more reason to use promo code LSU one to get two months for just a dollar of the Bengal tiger. That's our YouTube special for you guys. Subscribe to the bengaltiger.com. All the latest intel on the coaching searches that LSU has going on and what's next for the Tigers. We'll have you covered with another recruiting pod next week. Mailbag pod, pod coming this week with Maddie B and Shay. So look for that. Lots of good things as the, the New Year's hit. 2024 is here and the news keeps rolling on the Bengal Tiger. So hope you guys enjoyed this edition of the Bengal Tiger Recruiting Podcast. For Shay Dixon, I'm Billy Embody. Catch you next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.